Welcome back to Country Cold Cans. I'm Logan Sinner with Trucker Andy, Kyle, and Classic Rock Carter. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Amazon, where have you. We're basically available. Uh, follow us on the social medias. You know what they are. And check out the website, coldcansnetwork.com. Got merch available and blog content. All right. Give you a little rundown what to expect today on Country and Cold Cans. We are back with a uh, six-pack song roundup of six tracks that have been released within the last couple of weeks. We'll... Uh, play a clip of the song, and then we'll go roundtable to be able to talk about whether we like it or whether we don't. And then we're bringing it back. It's that time of the month again. You know, Classic Rock Carter's on. We're going to close out the show with everyone's favorite pro wrestler or porn star. Five names. Carter has aggregated for everybody. He asked the the three of us that are on the show, and we have to tell him, is it a pro wrestler or a porn star? All right, fellas. How Kyle always gets it right. That is true. Kyle is 3-0. Kyle, what do you have to say for yourself for being undefeated in this uh, the the game of everyone's favorite pro wrestler or porn star on country and cold cans? Uh, I'm 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 convinced it's a uh, <clears throat> deep state conspiracy of you three against me. Um, <laughs> Just to make because it look I like think you, you love pro yeah. wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know that one time we went to sudden death, and I even lost the wheel to Andy. And I feel like Carter texted Andy and told him the correct answer. So Andy selected the wrong answer just so I would win by default. So, I tried too hard. The more you try, the worse you get. And two, I was I believe one week Carter picked uh one uh, a lady that was like almost impossible not to know because she's like mainstream. Mainstream, like been on right, more school right, and everything. Like a lot of roads. And yeah, that might have been it. Yeah, and I was already like ahead, so I feel like that's another example of a conspiracy that Carter was like, I, "Yeah, he, he has no choice but to know this, and if he throws it, we'll know he's throwing it." Now, now, hang on. I gave a bonus one on that episode because everyone knew who Lana Rhodes was. Okay, no, this nice. was another one. This was another one. She was pretty mainstream. Yes, but Logan and Andy did not know her, so that just means you're She's watching a lot of porn, brother. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't, I can't remember the, the girl's name. But see, I was already like one up or two up, and it didn't really. And yeah, so I'm. It's a conspiracy against me, and I will have my day in court. Before we jump in, real quick, to the six pack of songs for this week, listen to what you just said. It's a conspiracy against you, and it was because you uh, Carter picked one that was too mainstream that Andy and I didn't get right, and no, you were already no, up no. by one or two when Carter decided to throw it to make you win that after you were already winning. Yeah. Half of these are just out-of-pocket guesses, and I just somehow get them right. Sure, something's out-of-pocket. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know y'all got one hand in your pocket, you know? Looking, you know? <laughs> All right. On that note. <laughs> hand trick. Uh, <laughs> on that note, we're moving to the six pack of songs for this week. We've got six songs uh, here that, you know, have all been released within the last couple of weeks. And the first one is one uh, by an artist that Andy brought to the table. And I would say that I... Probably Andy likes this song. Oh, it's Bailey Zimmerman, brand new song. It's been catching a um, got a ton of streams. Andy, you said what two million right now? Just under. Yep. 
Yeah, I've seen it on Instagram from a lot of people I've, I know. Um, they're posting it on their story when it dropped. But here is a clip from Where It Ends, Bailey Zimmerman. You're the last thing that I thought I'd lose. All I ever wanted was to be loved by you. I let you back in and I gave you a second chance. All right, Andy, I'm going to start with you. You've got your hat turned back like Bailey Zimmerman right now. Andy's modeling himself after a 20-year-old. So what do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely like this song as well. The majority of his songs give me heavy Hender vibes, and I'm a Hender vibes fan. So it just makes sense. It's just, I like the sound of it. It's just, to me, it's it's solid writing. He's not setting the world on fire by you know any of any of the songs. This is just right in the pocket of everything else he does. Just good writing, killer uh, sounding songs. In my opinion, well, there is your opinion. I'm gonna go next because I think I'm the opposite on this. I don't. And let me preface this by saying I don't have a problem with Bailey Zimmerman. I do think that he's got you know that song "Rock in a Hard Place" that he put out. I like that. I, I liked Fall in Love good enough. Um, I don't think that he's devoid of talent. This song ain't it, Chief. This song is a watered-down version of those other two songs, both sonically and lyrically. This is the I just don't think there's anything well-written about this song at all. Um, I, I think that this song is very much a retread of the other two singles he's put out, and those songs were just better. But like you said... That's just my opinion. <laughs> so there's one up, one down. Kyle, throw it to you. Bailey Zimmerman, where it ends. You know, Andy, I'm glad you said him there because I've been trying for like at least the past couple of days to figure out who he reminds me of. Uh, he, I do get kind of Hinder vibes, but the background music is a lot less heavy, if you will. Um, he has an interesting sound. He, I don't think he sounds like everybody else. I think he sounds kind of unique. Um, I, but I'm with Logan. I like the, the two other big hits he has. Um, and I think he is a gateway drug, if we will. I know he's kind of like treading the line of being, you know, one of those artists that's pushed and promoted a lot. But as I said, working today, letting two other guys, they're big on TikTok. <clears throat> so that might be where they heard him. But I heard them play four or five Bailey Zimmerman songs today. And it would be all of them. I mean, look, these guys like Florida Georgia Line, you know. And I was just like, hold on now. Today is country day. How how did you guys because yesterday was two thousand rock, um which I loved. But uh um oh yeah, working all day with a hard on. Um <laughs> Getting ready for pro wrestler porn yeah, doing this research at work. Yeah, you know when they played Mud Shovel by Stain, I was just it's ready busy. to go. Real, real busy uh, getting off to bowling for soup over there. <laughs> yeah, hey, Logan, Logan's a bowling for soup fan now. We have converted him. I, I was never not a fan of theirs. Oh, I, just, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, I, I knew the big hits. Put it that way. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Well, you got hits. you got deeper in because you were sending me some off kilter, oh, yeah. if you will. The lesser knowns, yeah, um, which I was very impressed. With. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and I, it gave me an opportunity to say, "Hey, if you like this guy, 
You have to check out these folks. So, unrelated to the song, I think he, I think he's kind of like a gateway drug. The song, eh, eh, I don't like it as much as the other two. What's the um, what about moving to South Carolina? It's uh, fall in love. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I like that one a lot, but I, this one, eh, not, not so much. I think that's a fair characterization of it being a gateway drug for Florida Georgia Line fans because Bailey Zimmerman is, it, looking at it objectively, he's better than Florida Georgia Line. Yes, so, yes. Like now they they write catchier songs, but catchy doesn't always mean good. And mm-hmm. I do think that his first two singles are better than this current single and is better than a lot of what Florida Georgia Line has put out. So I can agree with that. Um, yeah. So was that an upper or down for you? Just for scoring purposes. I'm going to give it a 60-40 nay. Okay, so a slight down. A All right, Classic down, yeah. Rock Carter. Um, I know how much you love pop country, and I know how much you love the um, the tropes of pop country. What do you think? It was very funny um, listening to Andy describe this song because Andy essentially hit every single point I wanted to hit, except Andy was talking about it positively. <laughs> Most of those points to me are negatives. I have uh, now oh. just to just to uh, yes, Kyle. Um, I'm gonna stop. I would like to stop you before you go anywhere further. Tread lightly when you're starting to knock bands like Hinder and these things. Tread lightly, Carl. I will cut you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tread lightly because me and Andy do enjoy that music. So, Carter, I don't know if you've caught the last two episodes of Country and Cold Cans, but these guys have been on the air and off the air trying to turn this into a butt rock podcast oh, and wanting to do a, a d- deep dive into butt rock. And I just was like, I told him, I said, a couple of problems with that. One, this is supposed to be at least country adjacent music um, that we cover. I said, two, I typically am Mike one on this show and I don't like that music nor know anything about it. Uh, so I, I was like, if you guys want to host one, we, we'll put it out and put a disclaimer. Don't want to listen to this because music sucks, but go for it. Yes, Kyle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have my hand raised again. Um, Andy, this is the guy who said, uh, come back to Texas could be a country song by Bowling for Soup. Yes, that one could. I mean, they actually broke the bridge down into a country uh, adjacent song. Yeah. Listen to the song. And yeah, <laughs> no, I just about reaching here. Well, Anyways, back to classic rock card. Trying to turn this from country and cold cans into butt rock and beer. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen. Hey, to hey, it. hey, hey! We're not discussing Pearl Jam. Let's let's calm down. So it was very funny because, uh, as some previous listeners may know, I'm the guy who doesn't listen to classic to uh, country music when Logan sends me the homework. That is literally the first time I listen to these songs. I, I listen to them once. I make a few notes and that's it. I have not, I usually don't know most of these people. Um, with Bailey Zimmerman, um, the first thing I have written down here is that I got big. It's funny that you said hinder. I said Lincoln Park vibes, very 2000 rock, very vindictive. But in a country form. Um, And where you said that the repetitive lyrics made it a good thing, I thought the repetitive lyrics made it show just how shallow the song is, actually, and just how little is actually there. Um, In fairness, I didn't think it was awful. I've heard way worse country songs. So this is a thumbs in the middle for me. 
It's interesting. I no, I would be quick to classify. In my humble opinion, um, on country and gold cans is that Bailey Zimmerman is not country. I don't think mm-hmm. in no way, shape, or form it is he's he. being played on country uh, medium or country media, but he's not country. He, in the same way no. that Coetzo is in country and Austin Mead is in country and Slade um, Coulter. And a, and half of what Hardy does is in country. Slate Coulter, a lot of what he does is in very country. But I mean, I don't think that that makes it bad. We we cover a lot of like rock adjacent rock kind of sounding stuff on here. So I mean, that's why I don't have a problem covering, you know, this guy because he's kind of in the country space, kind of more rock and roll. Um, I just didn't love this song. But I mean, if you like it, that's you know, music's not. Well, I like like it. it. Well, I knew you liked it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's Bailey Zimmerman. Um, (laughs) where it ends. All right, next up. We have sticking within the mainstream. As any of you who have paid just a little bit of attention to mainstream country over the last couple of years know that 90s sounding country music, 90s inspired sounding country music has been back. It's the current trend. And some artists have been out there and done it well. Then, you know, there's one guy that we all know that he just isn't going to pass up an opportunity to jump on a trend. And that's Blake Sheldon. Blake Sheldon's back and he's donning a, in the music video and on the um, single cover, he's donning a mullet, but it's a fake mullet, which is funny because it's an ironic mullet. But back in the early two thousands, he had a real mullet that it was unironic, but Blake Sheldon's back with an ironic fake mullet for a nineties inspired song, as he uh, has called it called nobody. Play this and then we'll jump into it. Don't want to scoot the boots of nobody. Get straight tequila drunk on nobody. Wrap these arms around nobody. Nobody but yours. Don't want to shadow dance with nobody. Slide some cotton off and Blake Shelton disappoints me because Blake Shelton has a ton of talent and we've seen it in previous songs in his career. But at this point in his career, he's known for being the voice judge more than he is a country singer. And the stuff he does is more of a caricature of what people that live in LA think country is versus what country music actually is. Very quickly, why I don't like this song is not the sonics of the song. <clears throat> it is 90s inspired. And if you played an instrumental of this and put different lyrics to it, I would be vibing with it because this is one of those songs that if it came on at a tailgate, I'm not going to be angry about it. It's not the worst song in the world. The it, it, it gets you tapping your boots along with it. But the lyrics just fucking suck. The lyrics are sitting there and it, it doesn't have the narrative and the story uh, aspect that 90s country does. But it has all the cheese without the charm of 90s country. And the lyrics literally just keep repeating themselves and don't say anything. Not really a fan of the songwriting, and that ruins it for me, even though I think that the music is a little bit catchy. Kyle, I know that we have similar thoughts on Blake Shelton's career trajectory. What is your your take? 
Kyle, just for the listeners out there, has changed his background to the poop emoji. Yeah, this song's a pile of shit. Um, I don't know what I'm more angry about. The fact that he tried to look like Alan Jackson on the album cover, which is just blasphemy. Because, you know, me and you and I don't know about Andy, but Blake Shelton is one of the most disappointing mainstream country stars of a generation. Um, yeah, the, I'm just annoyed that he tried to, to like be a faux Alan Jackson on this song. It just, just song sucks. And Carter wanted to talk about repetitive lyrics. The only, nobody should listen to this song if you ask me. <laughs> I mean, God, I was I, I listened to this. I was just annoyed, just put in a bad mood. This song so so bad. And I know I know Blake Shelton because he left Miranda Lambert. But so I mean, this guy's just full of bad decisions. I actually yeah, think I, she left him, but it didn't. Okay, maybe you did. Anyway, he screwed it up where she left him. You know, so yeah, God, this song just uh, I just it just uh, just want to shake my head. All right, classic rock Carter. Oh, Mr. Gwen Stefani, this was crap it was just crap and like it wasn't even like the crap that like i want to vehemently like tear apart it was just boring crap i don't care i've heard i i I say this almost every time we do a six pack with me on i've heard a million songs like this but just as logan talked about and logan put it in a way that i didn't think about putting it it's got the 90s cheese to it but there's nothing to it i actually was incredibly bothered by one part of the song in the chorus where he mentions he doesn't want to put his arms around nobody and then he says nobody but yours you shouldn't that be nobody but you is he putting his arms around your arms what what kind of a hug is that blake shelton what what alien planet do you hug arms around other arms um the chorus also did something that I think is one of the laziest writing tactics ever. And it's that when your song is garbage, how do you make people like your song? You cite older country songs that people like. Don't want to boot scoot with nobody. And so everybody goes, oh, boot scoot boogie. I like that song a whole lot. You're not saying anything, though. You're just citing an older song because you don't know how to write. And that's the thing that I get it. Nostalgia sells. Literally, I'm a professional wrestling fan. Every single time I turn around good, Raw's got Hulk Hogan or Bret Hart or Stone Cold Steve Austin on. So the old fans go, oh, my God, they're the people I watched when I was a kid. And that's what this song is doing. This song is going, hey, you know Boot Scoot Boogie. You like Boot Scoot Boogie. You're going to like this song, too, because I mentioned Boot Scoot Boogie. It's a crutch. And I hate it. And it's lazy. And this is an absolute two thumbs down. Go back to just fucking being on the voice. You can't hack it no more, Blake Shelton. It's it's disappointing what the songs he puts out now, considering if you go back to his early career and you listen to Austin, 
fantastic song. You listen to even you wanted some of the more cheesy songs, some beach, some beach at least has a story. And it's like, you want to know the antithesis of this, that it has the cheese of the nineties from a nineties song, but also had the charm and the story aspect. Go listen to Sammy Kershaw's uh, queen of my double wide. Oh, I mean, it, it's such a great song. And it has a line that makes me smile every time I hear it, where it says he's the Charlie Daniels of the torque wrench. Like I'm telling you, man, that was nineties country with a story that was charming, but still a little cheesy done right. This ain't it, to Carter's point. Andy, what do you think? Nobody but Blake Sheldon. Uh, Speaking of some beach, the some beach video is the reason I was 80% sure the hair was fake because it's the wrong fucking color. Because he used to have that exact haircut, but it was even longer. But, I mean, I think nobody, I think they should just drop the body from the title and change it to no and then just not do the song. <laughs> there is no there is no good part. And the fact that he calls clothes cotton is triggering. And that, that was also just a very skeevy line. I hated it a lot. Yeah. Well, I guess it's fair to say yep. I'm gonna who be likes like, this song? Nobody. <laughs> yeah, I'm Emperor Nero in Gladiator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, the, my last comment is the worst part about it is if you listen to the, the production of the song it's not terrible like I, I kind of like if I ignore the lyrics I catch myself kind of dancing along to it but oh, you, the, you, the lyrics ruin it you, you'll, boot, you'll boot stomp but then you hear him singing again you're like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> alright well that's Nobody by Blake Hilton. Uh moving right along to one that I think that I might be the only one that's going to like, but I love these guys. They were in my top five favorite albums of 2020 with their record teamwork. We've got Future Birds. Uh, they are commonly described by critics as cosmic country. So here is the one of the latest singles called Sins and Friends. All right, Kyle, what do you think, man? Um, I know you haven't listened to as much Future Birds as me. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Uh, you would be incorrect. You're not the only one that liked this song a lot. This song slaps. <laughs> I don't know how they tuned the guitar, but this shit is just fire. I love the sound of this song. Take away the lyrics, which the lyrics are phenomenal in their own way. But just the sound, man, it, it's so, it's almost kind of funky. And like I said, I don't know anything about musical instruments, but just the way they tune that guitar just slaps, man. And I'm assuming the song is just about getting just trashed and just having a carefree day. I mean, am I am I wrong about that, Jimmy? Just let it go. It's kind of the way I took the song. I mean, do you take it the same way? For the most part, I, I need to there. The thing about their lyrics um, is I, that me, it's they're not straight ahead country where they have straight ahead country lyrics. It, it they're a little bit more in that rock and roll school where yeah. it's uh, a couple of listens. It's, it may not always be easy to understand what the song is totally about. Go back to teamwork and listen to some of those songs and and from 2020 and you'll definitely see that but but you catch things the more you you listen to it um but i'll be brief because i know that you know i've 
am a big Future Birds fan and I tweet about them all the time and I have talked about them a lot on this podcast. I'm a big fan of their music. I love the production on this, just like you said. I love it at the very beginning when the um, the guitar kicks in, but then you also mix in the pedal steel because, like I said, Cosmic Country is what I think perfectly encapsulates their sound as a whole. Um, some songs lean a little more rock, some lean a little more country, but this track in particular just has this sunny kind of feel-good vibe to it that I just immediately gravitated towards. Um, I, I love fu- this Future Birds, I've said before, is what... Wilco could have been if they didn't get ex- experimental. If you go back and listen to the first couple of Wilco records, it was somewhat adjacent to what for Future Birds does, but then they decided to get really, really experimental. And kind Wilco of was me. less drugs, basically. Basically, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So I, I'm a, I'm a thumbs up on this, Andy. What do you think? I agree with on the uh, on the the Sonic part of it. I, I'm totally there. I do, I dig that, but. Uh, that's just not really enough. I don't really know what the song's about lyrically. And I am a little uh, uneasy if friends is a funny spelling of the word friends. I don't know if it has other meaning to it or not. So I won't completely judge it if you say they have writing. But that's for 20-year-old girls. And I don't even like it when they do it. But you do like 20-year-old girls. <laughs> that's not wrong. <laughs> All right, so thumbs up or thumbs down? Good thumbs up. Thumbs it's not up. a heavy one. I'll give it a 60-40 yay. Okay. All right, Classic Rock Carter. Uh, the first thing I thought of when I heard this song was an outdoor music festival. This sounds, Solid. This sounds like something you would just put a chair out in front of a stage and just fucking have a good time. Um I called it Grateful Dead-esque in my uh, notes here. Solid again. Um, gave me big, like, touch of gray vibes and stuff like that. Um, I thought this was really good. This was a thumbs up from me. Solid thumbs up. Well, look at that. I'm actually surprised you guys liked it. A little less so with Andy to an extent, because Andy was right about where I thought he'd be, because Andy is listening to Future Birds. I think, Andy, you were there at the show that we saw them um, future. Andy might not remember, but <laughs> yeah, as I was about to say, you're going to have to tell me on that one. Cause I, I don't know if I was there or not, <laughs> but future birds is a fantastic live band. Yeah. Um, they're definitely a band you need to, to check out. If you have an opportunity, they're coming near you. I believe they're out of Athens, Georgia. They play along the East coast. Great live band. Carter, I agree that now that you mentioned like the grateful dead esque, just without the six minute jam band aspect. And the outdoor part. I thought Carter made some pretty good Carter made some on good points I, on that. I, I retweet both of his. I, I, I agree too. with him on that. Out, <laughs> the outdoor one, though, definitely can see that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do, totally see that. That's a that's very good uh, description of it. Yeah. Well, that's I know what I'm birds. talking about, brother. <laughs> <laughs> future Birds with Andy's favorite spelling of sins and friends. Jesus. Those, right. The Z on the end is a little sus. Yeah, I, I I don't know that 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 that's actually a very big trigger for me on this one. I don't know if I could forgive them for that. I'm hoping there is greater meaning to it. It's probably not. But, <laughs> all right, moving into uh, Tanner Usry, take me home. Tanner Usry is a guy who we've been following for a while on this show. Um, I think he's got a great voice, and typically I love the production of a song. So let's check this one out. 
All right, Andy, what do you think? I like it. The only problem, this might be a compliment, is that it's not a, a very sad song, and this guy can really kill some sad songs. So it's kind of like a, I just wish it was a sad song because he's so good at those. That's the only complaint I have. All right, so it's thumbs up. Kyle, what do you think, Tanner Usher? Sounds a banger. Um, to me, this song sounds kind of like uh, I love the way he says darling. <laughs> it's so simple just to pick that one thing. I just like the way he says darling in this song. Um, I think it's kind of a modern take on more traditional I'm at the bar and you know, let's like, you know, take me home. You know, like, was it Josh Grayson? You know, take me home. You know, it was a long, you know, whatever the song is. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's like a, a little bit more modern um, without all the innuendos that people probably get offended by now. But um, yeah, I love the song, man. I, and I'm a big fan. I'm a big tenor. Is it Usury or Ursery? Usury. You guys Usury. always say his name. I've been like saying it wrong all day. Yeah, I've been saying it wrong all day in my head then. Okay. Oh, yeah, but I like it a lot, man. It's um, I wish more songs sounded like this. And I agree with Andy; he can kill some sad songs. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm I'm with you guys on this. I'll keep it brief because Andy pretty much stole the words out of my mouth with that. <laughs> yeah, Love the way this song sounds, um, Andy. I, I don't know about you, but I get Turnpike vibes from the production on this. And um, I, I, I love the production when he goes full band. He kills the more stripped back sad, sad boy stuff that I also gravitate towards. And my only criticism that's not really a criticism is the song's too damn happy because I'm used to hearing Josephine and most of the other one come back down. But you know what? There's a time and a place for some stuff that actually shit works out for somebody. So hats off to Tanner Ustry for writing a banger that's, you know, kind of a love a related song that isn't super cheesy. I dig it. Thumbs up. Classic Art Carter. Well, it's no Take Me Home Country Roads by John Denver. And it's no Take Me Home Tonight by Eddie Money. But it's good. It's very good. I I like y'all said, I really enjoyed sonically how the song was. I thought at first it was going to be one of those, yeah, this ain't my style. It's starting off too slow. It's a little too low energy. And then that chorus, the energy just rockets up and it gets, it's great in the chorus by the end of the song. Um, This is a nice, solid thumbs up from CRC. Rock and roll. All right, it's Tanner Ustry. Take me home. All right, next up we have a uh, artist that's relatively new and I admittedly just discovered her yesterday, so I don't know a whole lot about her. I don't know any of the songs of hers beyond this one, but this one kind of struck a chord with me when I was uh, searching for some stuff for this six six pack song roundup. But we have a a new artist named Stephanie Joyce and a song called Tulsa. So I can I'll tell you real quick why I like this song. It's as Carter would say, every country song is like, oh, so and so left me. But what I think this one's a little bit different 
is the imagery and the analogies it uses of the whether it was a bad love, good love, I still don't have a good grasp on. Because, I mean, there's a point in the song where she talks about how she, uh, she used to love Marlboro Reds in motel rooms. Sounds like the guy's kind of a rambling, gambling man. But, you know, she she smoked her last uh, cigarette in Tulsa, poured the Evan Williams down the drain. Uh, and then that, that next line where it was just like, um, you, you can't have something just because you want to. And I've been wanting it uh, less more each day. I love that refrain right there. Um, I think she does a good job of painting this imagery of maybe these were things that she enjoyed, but maybe they weren't good habits that she had while she was in this relationship. And the further she gets away from that, um, that love that she had, but also at the same time, a bad influence, it, the more she finds herself not wanting to do those things that were detrimental to her health. But it's still like, you know, the relationships in it. So it's kind of a sad song. Um, I'm a fan uh carter i'm interested to see what you think first because i know that you don't like this stuff normally so yeah um i'm not a bummer jam kind of guy life sucks enough as is i don't need my music just to make me bummed out anymore (laughs) um her voice is gorgeous she has an absolutely fantastic voice and honestly i have no issues with this song this song is great for those who like it i cannot fault any aspect of the song it's just not my style. I can't, I can't fault anyone for liking this song. It's thumbs in the middle from me, but that is no, that is in no wrong part of Miss Joyce or her production team or anything like that. That's a fair take from someone who doesn't like bummer jams. I think that's well thought out. Andy, what do you think? Stephanie Joyce, Tulsa, a city of which we have visited. I have, yes, we have. Um, I am going to be a 60, 40 yay on this. I do think the writing, I, lo- I love the writing. I have that. That's great. The part that I don't like, I don't know if it's, I don't, I have like this popped up in my, my uh, release radar. The uh, like where she sings like cherry Coke and cigarette, like where she does some vocal thingy madus, but um, the, <laughs> from a volume aspect, I like a literal volume as it's flat volume wise. I don't know if like where her voice goes higher or whatever. The sound doesn't get higher. I don't know if this, it, I could see where it's potentially that's on purpose to give the song a somber sound to it, which it would fit, but I don't think you should do vocal tricks in a somber song or it's a production thing where it's just the vocals are one sound level, no matter how she is singing. And that is a pretty much a, a big kicker for me. And I do like her voice. I, I will say I didn't hear that when I listened to it with my headphones, but if you heard that, that was definitely a, um, done in, in the studio. Cause, uh, homegirl was not singing flat. I meant like a, if she's trying to keep her like voice sound lower to give it a somber sound, right. 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 And still do and still kind of, but if you're going to have like a lower somber sound, I don't think you should be trying to do like, a vocal run on cherry coke i i just it doesn't to me it just doesn't work <laughs> like drink cherry coke anyways that's yeah it's shit. trash you shouldn't be tra- what Danny's trying to say is you shouldn't be doing any vocal thing you do anymore <laughs> yeah if, if you're going for a somber sound i don't think you should do it so i could see the sound like the instrumentation is a somber sound yeah. so i could see it or i just that's it that's a big kicker on me and that's why i don't give it more than a 60 40 yeah 
Well, that's a light thumbs up, thumbs up, and thumbs in the middle. Um, Kyle. Um, so for starters, uh, the song is just like a vocal bliss. This girl has incredible talent. I mean, she can she could sing the phone book and make it sound good. And Andy, um, while y'all three were talking, I just listened to it. I don't hear what you're talking about. You can hear the instruments kind of rise and fall with her voice on headphones. Were you listening on stereo? I had headphones, stereo, and iPhone speaker. Heard the same thing every time. Maybe I'm deaf. Well, that's the problem. You got to pick one. You can't listen to all three at the same yeah, time. You got to stop Jake breaking so much. <laughs> um, yeah, this song is just, I mean, it's just pure bliss. I mean, the only knock I'll give it is I can't find the lyrics anywhere. It just keeps directing me to her website. Yeah. I mean, she's I mean, a, I understand a very she's very new, new. Yeah. Yeah. Very new. That's the only, only knock, you know, that might come in the next, it probably happened tomorrow morning, but, um, the, yeah. Man, I love a female voice. I'm uh, I'm probably the biggest, maybe Logan, you know, ad, you know, advocate, ally, whatever you want to call it for female country singers. And man, she, <laughs> I put her at the top of the list, man. I want to hear more. Oh, yeah. I mean, one this thing girl, that, this girl slaps, man. One thing I can say that in the, especially in the last couple of years, you know, country and cold cans has found some, not that we discovered them first. So don't take it that way. Cause obviously a lot of people discovered them before we did. We've found some fantastic female artists out there in country music. I mean, uh, yeah, like, I mean, we I have think, a long um, running list at this point of people that we recommend. So uh, Morgan Wade you. won Morgan Wade won our 2020 album of the year. I was incredibly, uh, I was incredibly high on, um, what's her name? Um, it wasn't Ashley raised Fath. the no the raised album. Um, oh yeah, Haley Witters. Yeah, Haley Witters. I was incredibly high. Yeah, on that. Me and album. you were high on that one, and me and Andy were really high on Ashlyn Crafts. Yeah, um, record and on the album, not <laughs> not drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andy, like, yeah, I I don't know. I just yeah, I'm not as high on Ashlyn Crafts as you are, but you know, it's it's like I said, there's a there's a very good balance. Cat Hasty, Cat Hasty is another good one. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, man, this show has incredible pipes. 100%. And I don't, I don't think there was, like, any vocal restraint on her end throughout the song. I think, like, you could tell she was putting it out there and just hitting every note. <laughs> like, it was easy peasy. And she was emoting well with her voice, which yeah. I appreciate when an artist can do that effectively. Yeah, yeah so good, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to check out more of her music, but that's Stephanie Joyce, uh, S-T-E-F-A-N. I E Joyce J O Y C E. Um, I don't like the way she spells her name. It's, it's very. Yeah, that's why I spelled it because it was a. It's a different uh, spelling than the usual spelling we encounter. So yeah, no offense. In case you wanted to look look her up, listeners, uh, definitely recommend checking this song out. And maybe we can listen to some of her new music together here, folks. All right. So the last one on the six pack song roundup, we have the uh, the guy from North Carolina himself, Eric Church. He finally released the. Uh, and album the of the triple album he released last year. This one was originally just a vinyl and a digital download for his fan club. He waited uh, about a year, and now he's released it on Spotify for mass consumption. There was one song that stuck out to me called Madman. He's a madman at the world Cause a girl told him goodbye 
His thumbs up has been grounded Now it's that bird he loves to fly Might be happy out here But his mind ain't nowhere near He's busy going crazy On the hills of her Mercedes Driving back home north beat Told a bad name He's still holding on Like a madman all right, so that's Madman Eric Church. I'm going to go on and get, I'm going to take a shot in the dark like I like to do sometimes. I'm wrong a lot when I predict this. Take a shot in the dark and say I'm going to get the, probably what will be the most negative review for this song out of the way. Classic Art Carter. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Um, <clears throat> this is like the last song. This is not my style. I don't like Bobber Jams. Um, however, while the last one, I realized that that just wasn't, my style totally my big thing with this one is that he had it going for a while there and i was just like okay this ain't my style it gets to the very end of the song and all of a sudden it does this big explosive man and then it just ends and i'm like what the song's not going to continue no it just ends on that weird explosive part and i was like that was stupid why did you do that no, down, thumbs down. That was dumb, Eric Church. No. That, I'm not going to give my take yet because I want to get to the other guys, but that was my one criticism of this song. Um, it's a very unfortunate uh, aspect of some of Eric's songs. It's a very um, common thing that he's done in certain things where he, he's had a, a great song that's subdued, and then he ends it on with this bombastic kind of self-indulgent rock and roll aspect um, to it at the end. And I didn't really care for it either. So I'm with you on that part. Uh, Andy, what did you think? Well, I think you guys can just go jump off a fucking bridge with that. <laughs> the, dude, that's absolutely my hands down. One song's fucking fantastic. The 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 writing is like, I love that he's like, he's popping silver bullets. Like they're popping caps, silver bullets in his mouth. Killer lines. The whole writing is killer. And I totally disagree that a trash opinion i love how he gets to where right before that how he does he's still holding like where he does the holding on part where he almost completely quits singing and then goes the like a the, like the mad part how he holds the note literally until his voice breaks through the the rock aspect of it fucking killer it's it's i the last minute and 20 just nails the whole rest of the song that was also fantastic I think it's safe to say Andy gave it a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, you guys can go fuck yourselves with that a trash ass opinion. <laughs> All right, Kyle, madman. So, uh, if in the uh, essence of transparency, the first two fifty, two minutes and fifty seconds of the song, rock hard. Because I was getting heavy Carolina vibes. I was like, oh my god. He brought it back. Yes. This reminds me of some old school air church, which I absolutely adore. The songwriting's phenomenal. It's it's classic air church. And then Andy, I'll go kill myself as well. Then he did that nonsense at the end. And I'm like, what the God damn it. You guys, you guys are fucking idiots. 
Damn it. I mean, I just threw my hands up in there and I was like, oh my God, you fucked it all up. It was right you there. Literally are tasteless. It was right there. No, I no, man. I gosh, dude. Centers like me, Carolina, Caldwell County, EP, Chief, even some of the 2013 album, the one with the bandana, the name's escaping me. Um some of that, yeah, all that was I was a oh god, I loved it, man. I just that's all I listened to. And I got such heavy Carolina vibes off this album, and it was so good. Or this one song, and it was so good. And then you know, you just you just shit the bed. I have so listened still to a that thumbs up. bed. Oh that hell yeah, it's still shit. a massive thumbs up because this is what I have dreamed of. When we covered the Heart and Soul album like a year or two ago, you know, you had glimpses of of things that he used to do, but it never was fully what it is. And this one song, gosh, man, it went down memory lane. I was like, God, it's, it's, it's right there. And then at 250, when he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. And he just full Unleashed sin. the Kraken. Yeah, full sin, bro. And I'm like, oh, no. God damn, man. What? Why? Andy, what you got to understand, context is key. Kyle and I are not saying that it ruined the song. Carter did. But that's Carter's opinion. Mine's a little bit different. My whole thing with Eric Church, I haven't soured on, not that Kyle has soured on, but I haven't soured on Eric Church to the, like, like they have. I will die on this fucking hill that Eric Church is more talented of a songwriter than a lot of the artists that people always want to try to say are better than him. And I don't mean just in the mainstream, I mean in the independent world as well. I'm not saying he's the greatest songwriter out there, like who I personally think Evan Felker is, but that's an aside. But Eric Church is a fantastic songwriter, and this song in particular just has his fingerprints of different types of phrases that Eric Church is unique in the mainstream world of doing. Like in the chorus where he's saying his thumbs up uh, has been uh, landed down and now it's the bird he wants to fly. Andy, that line you were talking about, about you know popping the caps on silver bullets, it's these little kind of almost like unique uh, analogies that could have multiple meanings but you still get the gist of the song and then the turn of phrase from the beginning of the chorus to the end of the chorus where he's he's a madman on the run and then at the end he's like he's still going like a madman i i i absolutely love it eric church is the man i will die on this hill and this first two minutes and 50 seconds to kyle's point is exactly this type of song where eric church shines Eric Church, for better or for worse, is a rock artist in the country space. If he had been around 30 years ago, he wouldn't be a country artist. But Eric Church shines when he has this subdued, kind of like more lower key, more raw and vulnerable songs where this perfectly encapsulated for the first two minutes and 50 seconds. But Eric Church, in my opinion, my criticism of him has always been sometimes he wants to if he would just stopped it there or kept it and let it play out with that same type of vibe, it would have been perfect. But instead he lets his worst impulses on that song kind of come out. He tells him to turn the amps up to 11 and just fucking go to town. And <laughs> in the last minute of the song, and it was completely unnecessary and self-indulgent, but that doesn't change my opinion of the song being a massive thumbs up, fantastic written song. And I can, I can get along with that last minute if it means I got the first two minutes and 50 seconds. So love this song. Thumbs up. I would like to add, like, 
I think too, from an artistic standpoint, the fact that the song is about a madman, that it also it makes sense to completely flip it to the rock aspect of it. I, I think that's like a artistic way of doing it as well. And like the way that he then also the fact that on Matt he lets his voice completely break holding the note. It's a madman, you know, kind of aspect of it. I think that's a fair point. Yes. That second verse I, I think is that's just so damn good. God. I, oh my God. So good. This is the Eric Church that we I have been missing for ten years. Yeah. And I'll add for some, maybe Kyle might like this a little bit. I did learn I don't have any heart. I don't have any soul, but I do have some and. And by far the best out of the three. I think so, too. It was made for his, but, his uh, the, the church choir, his fan, his fan club. So I think that they're probably the more long-term fans, so it makes sense that it's done in this style. The first verse of Lone Wolf, I think, is probably maybe even better than this song. Yeah. Um all I'll have to say, yeah, what I have to say about this is Eric Church, you're a bastard for locking this behind a paywall for a year. I mean, you're just a bastard. There's no other way to describe it. Fuck your furniture line and all the other shit you're doing. You're just a bastard because you hid this from (laughs) from people for a fucking year. I'm just annoyed. A year and a half. A year and a half. I'm salty. Like I mean, his, I'm his like didn't see salty. His response would be, "Join the fan club." He didn't hide it. You just weren't willing to pay for it. <laughs> he gave yeah, you he two did. other albums that for that year and a half. Yeah, and I don't want them. <laughs> I want I want this one. I agree with Kyle. And I would say I would, I pay whatever ten ninety nine, eleven ninety nine to Spotify, and you get paid whatever the fuck you get. And I would have streamed this one bajillion times, and you got the equivalent money. Your fan club. Hey, you're hey, you're a bastard for this. Hey, Kyle, we're just lucky too, though, that he didn't have a basketball game to go to and didn't decide to not release this album. Yeah, I mean, yeah, didn't he like skip a concert for that? Yeah, to go watch a fucking stupid ass Tar Heel game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Carolina Final Four game. I kind of get it, but no, he's not go down yeah, that we, rabbit hole. No, we we did a podcast on it. He's we a did. bastard yeah. for it. Yeah, he's a so bastard. If you want to know where it. we all think about it, go he's listen a to that episode. For it. Go to hell, Carolina. Go to hell. Hey, well, that's the six-pack song roundup for this week. Um, All right, moving right along. Going to turn the keys over of the host chair, Mike One, if you will, to the one, the only, the original Burger King MC, the man who once admitted on the air that he ate ass on this show. (laughs) Uh, Classic (laughs) Rock Carter. What you got for us with this edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? All righty, y'all. So I had to go back. I just scour the internet for some more names. I got five editions worth of names stockpiled for today, but we're only going to go through five names for those of you who have never listened to an episode of pro wrestler or porn star, or you just need a refresher on the rules. Here's how this is going to work. I am going to read out a name for my three co-hosts here. Uh, Of course, there's a world where the people that are in it have to come up with fake names. And there's two of those. It's the world of pro wrestling and it's the world of being a porn star. Now, a lot of the men and a lot of the women end up having names that could pass for either profession. So what, I'm go- what I've done is I have scoured the internet. I have scoured the rosters of multiple 
professional wrestling companies. I have scoured the rankings of mostly Pornhub uh, <laughs> and went way down. I didn't go into any of the really well-known ones. We had a big thing about that one of the episodes in the past. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off these names. I'm going to also type them out into the Zoom chat because we have noticed that uh, you need to have the name spelled out to have a better understanding. Yes, Kyle? Um, I would like to make one small interjection before we start. Um, did any of you happen to see where Old Miss on the week one cups that they uh, issued, you know, like when you go get a beer or a soda at the football game? It is thank you to healthcare workers. And someone submitted a picture of Johnny Sins in a lab coat, and it's on the fucking cup. That is awesome. There's yes. no way that was. Yes, it is 100% real. Oh Somebody no got way it was one. a mistake. And Somebody do that. And the, I kid you not, this is not me being the PK King, whatever it is, but <laughs> you all the time see the Johnny Sins meme where someone's like, this is my uh, uncle. He's in the military, and it's a picture of him. And they they use it to get politicians all the time, where they'll like retweet it because they don't know who he is, you know. And it's like this porn star in a camo outfit or a doctor outfit. <laughs> you got you saw it a lot during COVID, where they would be like, "My uncle's a doctor, or my dad's a doctor. Can I get a retweet for him saving lives?" And you know, some politician. I think Ted He's Cruz. A hero. I think they got Ted Cruz with it one time. Yeah, you know, and it's it's Johnny Sins, who's a porn star. Yes, he's on the old miss. Thank you to healthcare workers, which is the week one cups for the game. And they've already printed it, so I, there's no way they throw it out. No, that's no, you should you should check one. out you should check out Old Rose Twitter account. You'll see it for yourself. That's hilarious. Yes, phenomenal. But continue, Carter. I'm sorry to interject. All right. So uh we have, I believe this is the fourth time we've done this. And of course, as we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier in the episode, Kyle has won all three of these. So hopefully Bullshit. either Logan and Andy can step up or Kyle will have to retain his crown. But are we ready? Sure. Aye, aye, Captain. Allie ho. All righty then. So let's begin our first lovely lady of the evening. Oh, and uh, another rule that I forgot, um, or two other rules I forgot. I'm not throwing in women that, like, the average person would know as a professional wrestler. No Trish Stratuses, no Stacey Keeblers, no Charlotte Flares. Logan would know those at the very least. I would know one of those. Yeah, Kyle Kyle wouldn't. Andy might know a few of the more famous ones. Logan would definitely know them. Um, and I'm not throwing in ones whose names are like super obvious what they do. Masha Slamovich is very obviously a professional wrestler. Hmm, that Judy could very Jug- easily be a porn star named Carter. And Judy Juggs is very obviously a porn star. <laughs> I'm not putting her on here. Mm. I put in ones where it's, a, it's at least a little bit. You have to think a little bit. And maybe even you might even get tripped up a bit by some of these names. But okay. anyway, here we go. Our first no lady... Yeah, no Googling. Don't be looking at your phones. Don't be don't be cheating on me here. All right. Our first lady of the evening is Miss Valentina Jewels. Valentina Jewels. So who's going first? You, you I'm gonna give y'all I, I'm gonna give y'all a few seconds to digest that. 
Mm-hmm. All right, I think I, I think I'm gonna take a guess there. All right, Logan, let's hear it. Sounds like an adult film actress. Valentina oh. is just too long of a name for pro wrestling, especially if they're WWE. And then on top of that, Jewels <laughs> after. If you have a long name in WWE, they typically take away your second name um, under the McMahon era. So for those reasons, I think this sounds like a porn star. Okay. I, concur. I concur. That sounds like solid reasoning. All right. Andrew? I, I also, I Jules just sounds porny. <laughs> porny or horny? Porny. Yes. Porny, okay. okay. <laughs> well, uh, all three of you are correct. Miss Valentina Jules is indeed a porn star. Nice. So... Let me just update scores here as all three of you have one point. I think you should uh, go round table on who has to go first so Kyle can't <coughs> pick what the other person picked and try to. Okay, I'll go first. I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll yeah. go first next time. Okay, fair okay. enough. All right. That's, yeah, that's uh, very such solid reasoning. I said nothing also, to object to. Also, Logan, uh, to. Uh, for your point there, there is a woman in NXT right now that is named Valentina. I forget her last name. She has the last name. And she's been pretty uh, used in NXT's tag division, women's tag division lately. So that is not something that you can rest your head on there, good sir. It's the Triple H era. All right. Now it is. All right. So our second lovely lady is Miss. Brandy Lauren. Ah, uh, Brandy Lauren, the I porn star. Yep, retweet. All right. I think that's not a guarantee because I believe Brandy Rhodes has an I in her name. So I'm going to go pro wrestler. All right, so that's porn star from Andrew, porn star from Kyle, and pro wrestler from Mister Big LD. The big LD gets the point here. Yes! <laughs> yes! Randy Lauren is a professional wrestler. She used to wrestle for Impact. So that so means... These, like, Impact, I mean, is this wrestling or is this porn? TNA. It so used to be TNA, which that doesn't help the is it wrestling or porn argument. <laughs> Total uh, nonstop action wrestling. Yes, uh, their former writer Vince Russo literally called it that because he figured if you were channel surfing, if you were a horny man, you would see TNA and stop and watch. <laughs> also, they had cage dancers on their first pay per view. They in a lot of their pay per views they did they ran weekly pay per view shows yeah. to begin with. Um, but anyway, that Andy means goes. Andy goes first. Andy goes next. Next first. Next time uh, he actually went first this time. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that means Logan is up two points with Kyle and Andy tied for second. So our third lady is Miss Penny Pax. Penny Pax. Mm, that's a difficult one there. The, alliter- <laughs> the alliteration could be either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with the alliteration, if that means what. I'm thinking that might mean I'm going with porn star. All right, Logan. This is a tough one. This is the toughest one so far. Um, 
I'm going to roll with Pro Wrestler. And Kyle. Just because Logan's in the lead, I'm going to pick the opposite. I'm going with uh, Pornstar. Well, Miss Penny Pax is a Pornstar. God damn it. <laughs> so now we are all tied up with damn all it. three of you at two points. Damn it. <laughs> we got two more to go here. It's so anybody's game. Penis. It's anyone's game here. Our fourth lady is Miss Giselle Shaw. Mm. Giselle Shaw. Who goes first on this one? This one will be Logan. Um, this doesn't sound like either, if I'm being honest. It's very generic. Yeah. I'm going to go with porn star on this one. I will take the opposite. I will do for a wrestler. I'm going to take my first wrestler on this. Shaw just sounds more fighty than non. Porn star from Logan and pro wrestler from Kyle and Andy. And Kyle and Andy get the point. Mr. Sel Shaw is a professional wrestler. This is fixed. <laughs> All right, we this got one fixed. more left. This is fixed. We got one more left with what are we gonna Kyle do and what Andy are, in the lead. Gonna, what are we gonna do if Andy and me go to a tie again? We're gonna do like we did last time. Oh, I don't have a chance. Roll that dice. God, I'm gonna win again. I know it. <laughs> Kyle goes first on this one, right? Yep, yeah, Kyle goes first on this one. This is Miss Amari Miller. Amari Miller. Mm. Amari sounds a little too trashy for wrestling. So I'm, I mean, for porn stars. Uh, so in I mean, your hierarchy of trashiness, no, wrestling me, gotta, is below pornography. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, wow. I got that backwards. I got that backwards. Amari sounds a little too trashy for wrestling. So it's got to be a porn star. I'm sorry, I got it backwards. Gosh, I'm going to actually... I just don't see a wrestler's name being Amari Miller. I just, I don't see that. So I'm going to have to go with... I'm going to have to go with porn star on this one. So what's that, a pro wrestler and then a porn star for Andy? No, I think so, it's porn star, uh, porn star. Yeah, porn star, porn star. Yep. I don't, I can't imagine, you know, being like hailing from San Diego, California, the AEW women's champion, Amari Miller. Uh, that just, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to go adult film actress as well. So that is porn star. For Logan put it all on the line right there. Logan's mm-hmm. either going to lose or, or he, he took his chance away from winning. That's porn star from all three of you, correct? Yes. You're all wrong. Amari Miller is a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. She wrestles on NXT. So that means at the end of the round, it is the big LD in last with two points. But Kyle and Andy are in the lead with three. Apiece. Logan, Logan didn't math that one out. He couldn't win I with didn't. that pick. 
I didn't think about that. So, so we now have to go to a tiebreaker round for only the returning champion, the three-time, three-time, <laughs> three-time porn star pro wrestler champion of country and cold cans. Now, PK Mr. Kyle. Deberry, can you do me a favor here? What is that? Can Mr. you pull up your Can you Classic pull up Rob. your wheel and put Andy and Kyle's names on it so we can figure out who goes first? I feel like somehow that out of those two. I feel like somehow with this wheel out of those two options, Logan is still going to win the wheel. <laughs> he always wins the wheel. It's fixed. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is fixed against me. Are we going to play where you have to take the opposite? That there is a little disadvantage to the other person on that. This one. is yeah. We're going to play. We're going to play. You have to pick the opposite. But with this way, it makes it so that it's not rigged. Who goes first? All right. On the wheel, here in the sudden death round of Pro Wrestler Report Star Part 4, we have Trucker Andy, the challenger, versus the three-time returning champion, the porn king himself, Kyle, P.K. Kyle. And here we go. The wheel is just the wheel to wheel determine who picks first. And away we go. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Spin the wheel, make the deal. That means Andy goes first. The fix is true then. Do you think it would be that we should do like a where Kyle gets a different name? So it's not just I'm either right or that's that's good. Where Kyle, okay, Kyle that's has fair. no say that's in fair. This. That's, that's good. fair. That's fair. Let's do that then. Let's do uh let's do that. I'll give you each a different name and we will determine from there. All right. So I can't blame this on luck. That's true. Yeah. All right. So Andrew, your name. Is Miss Stevie Turner? Stevie Turner. I would have said musician, but uh, <laughs> gosh, I think it's a wrestler. I don't know. That just doesn't seem like you would spell a porn name like that. I don't know. And mm. Turner, that ter- Turner is a wrestling thing. So don't don't say anything yet. Give me my name. That's fair. All right. Hang on just a second here. Corners, let me get to page 6,029. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got them all written down already. I'm just... I'm, I'm writing down here so I don't forget who did what. Carter did his all research right. at lunch today. So, for Mr. P.K. King, or P.K. Kyle, the Horn King himself, it's all down to this if he wants to retain his championship. Please, dear God, help me lose. Kyle, your name is Miss Lava Bates. Oh, Serial God killer. Damn. Lava damn. Why? Mine is so much more difficult than his. Uh, Lava Bates. Wrestler. Is that your final answer? It is, Regis. Do it. Do it one at a time. Yeah, and start with Andy. Okay, right. I lost his quarters laughing. All right, Andy. I won. I mean, fuck Miss me. Stevie Turner is a professional wrestler. So I'm right. So you're right. And Kyle, Miss Lava Bates 
is also a professional wrestler. Oh we gotta gosh. go to second sudden death. Another overtime. one. Fuck Damn, that, that would have been a perfect one to win too, because Kyle has still been the porn king. I won on wrestling. All right, so we gotta they reverse both it. Professional wrestlers. We gotta reverse it. Reverse it. So Kyle, you're going first this time. All right. Overtime number two. All right. Hit me with it. Who Double is? O-T. I spelled my name wrong. Tell me the profession of Miss Kiera Croft. Kiera Croft. It's a tough one. That's a tough one. Hmm. Damn, Carter, you went out in the weeds because these there's no hints in these. Porn I star. made a specific point to do that. Porn star. All righty. I would have be- that. That's solely, what I would have done. Yeah, solely because it's the opposite of last round. All righty then. Andrew, the lovely lady for you to win your first ever wrestler porn star championship is Miss Ulisa Leon. Ulisa Leon. (laughs) Andy can't even say that. (laughs) His eyes eyes got so big. Yeah, Leon, I got you there. Um, Ew. Oh, let's see. Kyle went with a porn star. I'm going to go with porn star. Let's see if Carter's, uh, let's see if I've got him on a, uh, on a, on one of them things where he's going across the board sames. All right. So let's start with Andy. Kyle. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's gonna- Kyle. It's Kyle first. I'm going to start with Kyle. Kyle, Miss Kiera Croft is a porn star. It's a point for PK. So if I'm wrong. Andrew, Miss Ulisa Leon is a professional wrestler. (laughs) Yes! Damn it! Yes! (laughs) The four time champion, (laughs) the porn king himself. He's now a four-time, 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 four-time champion of pro wrestler or porn star here on Country. And you almost lost it. Anyone on a porn star. (laughs) He didn't win by getting a wrestler, right? He won by getting the porn star. Fucking kill me, man. Fucking kill (laughs) me, man. (laughs) Fucking kill me. It was a great game, gentlemen. Yes, it was. And (laughs) we all may not have gotten uh, the outcome that we all wanted but we got the outcome that we deserved <laughs> that's this edition of porn star pro wrestler here on country and cold cans be sure to give us five stars and a great for review what do the youtubers say click that subscribe button on your way out and uh you know what check out the website coldcansnetwork.com check out the shop coldcansnetwork.com slash shop we've got hats we've got koozies we've got t-shirts and uh you know what share it with your friends we appreciate it everybody this is country and cold cans i'm logan sitting here with classic rock carter Trucker Andy and the four-time champion, the porn king himself, PK Kyle, and we will see you next time. Woo!